We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. The gang is all here on a Monday. Yeah, Spill how about over. that? AD's nice in to the see house. you guys. Raps in the guys. house. Nice up, to see fellas? both of you. Happy Monday to you. Along came Polly is the name of that movie. Oh, we were talking during the break about a Ben Stiller and Jennifer Anderson <laughs> that's movie. That's who Russell Brooke reminds me of, that dude in uh, Ben Stiller's movie that's walking around with the camera crew the whole time. Russell probably. Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> oh, number yeah, three. Yeah, we get to watch the Broncos again tonight in primetime, Monday Night Football, for the fourth time in six weeks. The Let's Broncos. Let's ride. Can put another crappy offensive performance up, and we can just all they're putting up thirty. Complain tonight. about it. Thirty? They're putting up thirty tonight. 30 combined or what? Thirty Broncos. No, Broncos are going to win thirty to twenty-three. Let's ride. <laughs> I'm going to schedule a root canal tonight at seven. I think you should <laughs> just avoid this game. <laughs> that might be a smarter thing for you to do, there, at the risk of. <laughs> Disappointing Rav. I want to switch to the Huskers. Please Can do. we do that? Yes, yes please. You, please. Rav and immediately. Rav, <laughs> Rav and Aaron. I'm interested in what is what do you think the most interesting narrative is right now with Nebraska football in the bye week? Think about it. Take time. Hard shift, Rav, from the Broncos. <laughs> you know, kind of the, I was listening to you guys in the car before I came in, so I, I kind of I've been thinking about this all weekend. Well, okay, I'm interested in what you're thinking about all weekend. It shows the gap that's there. Again, what shows the gap? That game against Purdue, it showed the gap um, in just how much we have very little effect of consistent line play. And I mean and what I mean by the gap was you look, and I, I don't compare it to Indiana and Rutgers. I compare it to an OU, although they've fallen mightily. They did get a win. They get, they went and got a, bit, got a quality win against KU. Um, but it shows you, I mean, our line, I mean, there were times to where we literally didn't put our hands on a guy. Offensive. Offensive-wise. That Casey was, yes. Casey was, I mean, there was there were times the guys just had clean shots at him. And they didn't blitz a lot. No. They, no. they only blitzed no. five times. Yeah, there wasn't like they were just blitz. It was just, we're just going to line up and just beat you up. Purdue blitzed five times. Five That's times. It. And they had four sacks in the first half. Yeah. With only five blitzes, they had four sacks. Casey's been sacked 20 times. In the past seven games, twenty. Ooh, good number. Twenty times. Twenty times. And there is a picture. I don't know. If, I'm not figure. I'm not. I don't know if it was on you guys' site or whose site it was. The athletic or you guys on on three. It's a picture of Casey getting hit. Mm, that was on my column. That was on you. Oh, that was on your my column. column again. That yeah. was a I'd great. See those hats I get. I hand out. Yes. Off. And if you're not, <laughs> this is another. This is another unabashed, unashamed, unapologetic. You got to go sign up and get on on three with um with Sip and Callum. Those guys do a great job. Sean, yeah. But that hit and Rob. Was just like, and you see his face, like, how many more of those hits? So, my, mine, it was just the gap that's still there. I mean, it's, 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 and think about it. We've got some great defenses we're about to play. Yeah. That is the biggest thing it to start with. It's tough for the rest of the season. Really tough. Tough. Yes. I, I seriously wonder, fellas, and this is just being honest. I seriously wonder. Casey's a tough kid. We keep saying he's a tough kid. It's like when you when uh, adults keep putting things on parents that kids shouldn't have to deal with. And we always say, well, kids are resilient. With things right. they shouldn't have to deal with. Right. We keep saying Casey's resilient. Well, he shouldn't have to be that resilient. Right. I agree. He shouldn't no, have no, to I, keep taking that many hits. That, that's a great point. Well, Rob, what's, what's what your narrative? help him out? I, I think the key thing right now for Casey the next this bye week is they need to rest him because he, he, he – 
played good on Saturday, but he, I I think he was laboring a lot with some of his throws. I know, like the, he underthrew Trey on the one on his the, base, and and a lot of that's coming from he's taken so many hits that I just it's it's taken a toll on him. Yeah, he's not he's not injured and he's oh, not. Oh, he said he's sore though. Yeah, both he's, shoulders. He's got it. Yeah, he said both shoulders. Are and you sore. can you can tell when it, you can tell he don't have that he don't have the same snap on the ball that he had at the beginning of the season. The, Part of that, Rav, is he – how often is he – well, now, it, it happens, but it doesn't happen enough that he can just step into a throw. Yeah. Right? Because he's often, often – Oh, he's always throwing off his He's running for his life. And, right. And, he has to change arm angles. Yeah. He's ha- he can't – I hope – I was thinking about this last night when I was listening to Tom and Mike, Tom Stevens and Mike Melby. I hope quarterback coaches – and I'm not a coach. I hope they coach guys – how to throw on the run and how to throw when your footwork's not perfect. Yeah. Um, how to throw with heat on you because it, it that because it, it just doesn't seem like very often that you get like and even in the NFL those guys a clean pocket where they can step into a throw like like Allen did on the touchdown throw to beat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I, I I I watched that play over and over and part of it I was sort of like wow look at look what he can do when he has time. Oh man. Oh, yeah. Man, it was beautiful. Do you see that touchdown throw yeah. against the Chiefs? He, he is a problem. Oh, yeah. That at Josh Allen threw. Mm-hmm. He had time, yep. and he layered that ball over a linebacker yep. and into the end zone. And that's a that was a gorgeous throw. But some of it he was able to do because he had time. Now yep. Casey did have time at times. Yeah, I mean, guys, Aaron, we're talking about the offensive line like this. Nebraska scored thirty-seven. If I'm an offensive yeah, it's a good lineman, I, yeah. I'll, if I'm an offensive lineman, I'm saying, well, you know, we we should we scored enough to win. The number of hits you took in order to get that 37 was was, was costly. Yeah, that's fair. Now, it, it was very costly. And it was something to where – now, we got to talk about the defensive line too, though. Oh, God, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it's not all just on the offensive line. Well, there's a know, formula. Both, both there, there's a formula here. that I saw that I didn't – hasn't seen a lot this year that, that opponents probably saw. Do you see how they attack Nebraska's edge? Yeah. Those quick pitches yeah. to Devin Mockaby, they attack the edge. Yep. And and Brom talked about that after the game. He said, we saw something that we thought we could exploit. We we hit him on the edge a lot. In the run game. In the they run did. game. They did. Did. Remember two weeks ago, I was telling you, who's that little running back from Purdue? I thought he was bigger than he was because he plays so much bigger. You did. Remember? You were talking yeah. about Mockaby. Yeah. Remember I was talking about him? Yeah. That yeah. dude plays like he's – I mean, you told me his, 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 his numbers – I was thinking, he, he plays like he's 6'2", 220. Brom said he weighs 180. Yeah, and when I see yeah. it on TV, I'm like, some of those guys are right. There's no way that dude's 200 pounds. Tough. But he plays like it. Because yeah. when I watched him play against Minnesota, mm-hmm. I was did, like, who yeah. is this dude? He look, yeah. Well, he's a walk-on. He's yeah. a walk-on. Dude, he, he plays with a chip on his yeah, shoulder. He, he was running hard. And he was running hard. Yeah. And they just, like I said, our D-line, was they gave up a lot. 602 yards. The whole defense is a whole. So it's not. And I'll say this though, you didn't move. Uh, Reimers didn't play. Reimer didn't Heinrich play at didn't all. Play. Henrik played the first half. Yeah, and that was it. Right. And then you had a, a bunch of young guys in there. So no excuses. No. But Ernest, the reality is this: there were young guys. Yeah. Ernest Hausman, a true freshman, played 50 plus snaps. Yeah. Now Maga Clement's not young. He's a senior. Yeah. He, he played he has, six. He hasn't played a ton. Yet, right. Though. He has played. He played 64 snaps. He played a lot. Klarovich had to play inside linebacker. He played 30 plus snaps. So, yeah, they were with their backup crew at inside linebacker, and that was a big part of this. They exploited that. that they exploited those losses right there in the mm-hmm. middle. They really made those kids be uncomfortable where they were at. Yeah. I, Sip, let me ask you this. As you were watching the game, because every time okay, we, got, we, got, we got down 10, then we tied it up, you know. Wait a second. When, was, when did they tie it up? When we tied it up 
Okay. When was that that took place? What, what, what part yeah. of the game? The rest was down 10 zip, then they had a touchdown and a field goal to make it 10 10. You were correct. You were correct. Early, mid second quarter. Good point. So, what were you feeling? And, and Jake, I'm going to ask you both this. What were you guys feeling at that point when we tied it back up? Like, okay, we're back in this thing. Did you think we could? Because we knew it was going to be a, a, a slug match. I mean, just as far as points. Because the points, we couldn't stop them, they couldn't stop us. What were your thoughts though when it was 10 10? Do you think we had a chance to? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I thought. Yeah, I thought. I mean, I hate to say it this way, but I I had a feeling going into the game that we were making a little too much of Purdue, and I have a feeling that way coming out. I, they're mm-hmm. good, they're fine, but this is a this is a weak Big Ten West. Yeah, it is, and they're going to be in it till the end. They could win it. I'll take Illinois over Purdue. Yeah, but I just I thought Nebraska could stay in it because see, I guess what I'm talking about is Nebraska is not. They don't trail these teams much in terms of overall talent. Right. Purdue doesn't have. Now you're going to say you're going to counter with Charlie Jones, but I'm taking I'm taking Trey Palmer over any skilled position oh, player oh, they yeah, have. You have, have to. You have to. Right? You have to. Yeah. yeah. And any. Nebraska's not just Trey Palmer at the skill positions. When I look at when I watch Minnesota, Nebraska's got better receivers in Minnesota, yeah. for instance. We can get on top of those guys pretty quickly. Yeah. Nebraska, it's not just if Trey. Marcus Washington's yes. good. Yeah. Oliver Martin can beat you deep. Yep. Vocalex a very good tight end. It's mm-hmm. not just Nebraska. Nebraska's not just Palmer. What I've been telling Jake is I know we just we continually harp on Nebraska's weaknesses, but if you're an opponent, if you're Ryan Walters, the defensive coordinator at Illinois, you're watching Nebraska and going, ooh, they have some talent. Yes. They have some talent. Nebraska's – the trenches are just killing them. Yeah, right? because they have the a good – talent is there offensively. Yeah, yeah and they have – I haven't mentioned Anthony Grant. Right. He's been quiet the last two weeks. And their defense is, obviously has problems, but if they if their trenches were better there, that fixes a lot of things. You get more, more pressure on the quarterback. You can maybe contain more run plays. Yeah. It's and, the and trenches are letting Nebraska down. They're letting them down. Yeah. And I tell you what. I tell you what as well. If our offense could sustain drives longer, maybe the D wouldn't be so dadgum tired. Right. But again, the, but <laughs> you know, but yeah. they're scoring though. They're yeah, scoring. Was, the second yeah, half, they are scoring. Yeah. They scored. Well, they they scored twenty four points in the second half, and yeah. their time of possession was five minutes. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, again, they're <laughs> scoring ridiculous. drives. Second half, Nebraska's four plays, seventy one yards, a minute four touchdown. Six plays, seventy two yards, a minute five field goal. Two plays, 75 yards, touchdown, 32 seconds. Yeah. And then three plays, 70 yards, touchdown, 55 seconds. 55 seconds. See, don't you have to – got to listen amazing. to ourselves. I always tell Jake, we got to listen to ourselves. If you're Trev Alberts, don't you – isn't this an emphasis that you got to go find a head coach that can, that, that, that can say, this is what I've done with line play, offensive line play, defensive line play. This is what I can do. This is, I've, I have a track record. I'm thinking of a guy like Bielema. Who's mm-hmm. who's who's has a track record of developing good lines? I mean, don't isn't that doesn't that have to be an emphasis? It's something that has to be addressed, regardless of who their coach is. They it doesn't have, have to be an emphasis. They better have a, a, a huge one. There's got to be a huge emphasis on offensive line play. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to hear. So. Has to. I, I think it has to be something to where it's it's kind of like a job. Well, this is going to be a job interview for whoever gets that job. You know, if it's not making someone else, but it's. You've got to show your body of work. Not this is what I would do. I want to see what you have done. Right now, Mickey, I I don't, he can't point to that. So I don't want to. I don't. I'm I, not ruling out Mickey, but, no. think, well, I, but he right. can't really do that right now. No, he better have somebody in the fold he, who can. But right. he, yeah, and right, he's, yeah. He, and tell and be able to tell Trev Alberts, this is the guy I can go get. Absolutely. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. That's what I think with Mickey is like the coaching staff he has right now is the one that that Frost assembled. So I'm hoping you know if they give you know mickey that opportunity where he he has to show you know what he has like 
one of the guys that comes to my mind is like Aaron's favorite guy, Ed Orgeron. I mean, he, yeah. he he's a yeah. defen- defensive line coach. Yeah, could I mean, Mickey bring in Ed Orgeron? No, no, no joke. Could Mickey bring in Ed Orgeron? Oh, that would be incredible. Well, I tell you what, they told me seventeen million dollars. I said, "What do my got him? What time?" I don't. know. <laughs> I don't know if he could do this. I don't know if they got, they, they got crawfish up in Nebraska right now. They yes, they, they got crawfish up in Nebraska. I saw, it, I saw it I saw it this weekend. They got crawfish. We're good to go. If they got etouffee, show me the way. <laughs> that was that was gold. Well that was gold. Why, why not? Why not, Eddie O? He's got a. If it's, he better, he's gonna have to find somebody. See, if it's Mickey, if it's Mickey, he does have to convince Trev that he can hire the kind of staff yeah. that can take down Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, this is what this is not That's play time. Stick. This isn't play time, and we and you got to kind of take your emotions out of the, this. Yeah. You got to be yeah. very practical in this conversation. You do. You and do. I'm interested to see. We got a bye week this week, so I'd assume that Mickey will be on his way back to Louisiana. It's like you got to think now that Trey probably will not be back next year. I would guess yep, he probably enter his name into the draft. You know what? People, so he needs to have his eye on that next 16, 17 year old kid that that they talked about. He found yeah. Trey when he was 15. Well, you got to think that. As much as Mickey spent time down in Louisiana, there's another 15, 16, 17-year-old kid about ready to, you know, come to college. So, hopefully he can get down there. Hopefully he has 10, 2 speed and 100, too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That'd be helpful. <laughs> That'd be helpful. <laughs> All right, okay, fellas, the drive is next with Raph and AD. For Steve Sippel, I'm Jake Sorensen. See you.